never been much for romantic comedies either. I'm That's like, fair. they seem a little predictable to me yeah. and a little saccharine. And act um, one, they meet. Yes. Act two, they get together. Yes. Act three, they break up in the beginning to get back together at the end. Yes. That's every romantic comedy. It also describes every romance novel I've ever read. So, you know, there's always like... <laughs> Maybe you're just getting your fill there. Well, I suppose that. And I don't even read all that many, but yeah, they meet and they hate each other. And then they learn that they have this passion and they get together, have all this sex. And then there's a misunderstanding and they break up. Yeah, and always a misunderstanding. Yes. And then in throw in there, one of them rescues the other one from something. You know, no. the guy, girl, girl, guy, whatever. And then happily ever after. No. So the only reason why I read the, um, I can't remember her name, Shana Abe, she writes a whole romance novel series where they're dragons that can turn into people. <laughs> it's not the other way around. It's not people that can turn into dragons. No, 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 no. It's, no, 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 no. But Your perspective may think so, but it's no, not. but it's not. But the funny thing is I love them. I think they're great, but it's exactly like every romance novel. The formula, all they've done is add dragons. I'm like, I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> I'll do it. But don't do it with Transformers. No. Because they don't have No, they don't the have bits. organic parts. They really don't. <laughs> they don't and they're also not male or female. I know they call them feminine Transformers, but they, it's not the same thing. <laughs> In the not-so-secret headquarters of Comic Issues, there are assembled the world's three greatest heroes. Anthony Silva, Elizabeth Wallace, Andrew Klein. Their mission, to fight injustice and right that which is wrong, and to serve all geek kind. Yes, even furries. Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host, Anthony Silva. Along with me is one of the greatest <laughs> geeks in the world. Elizabeth Wallace. Uh, sans, uh, sans Andrew. Yep. Uh, and no guest this week. Nope. Uh, in fact, Andrew will be uh, missing from, uh, we talked like maybe the next three or four yeah, podcasts. So. Yep. yep. Uh, he's prepping for E3, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be a big party time for, uh, for Pixelated Geek and for us. Uh, so he's, uh, he's doing that. Uh, he's doing some things uh, to the website. I know, secret things. Mm. Think of secret, secret fancy things. To the website mm-hmm. for, for your enjoyment, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so announcements to uh, come on that. But along with uh, you know his busy life as a family man, taking care of his wife and, uh, and child, uh, it was, it was going to be best and most efficient uh, if he just kind of sits back from the podcast. Uh, keep an eye out. He still will be putting out uh, articles. He's still yep. running social media for Pixelated Geek. So he's not gone. Uh, he just um, didn't want to hang with us. Well, that's apparently. fine. You know, whatever. His whatever. loss, right? It's cool. Yeah, that's all. We it's don't care. Cool. We're not hurt at all. Whatever. <laughs> I'll just have to glare at myself now. I'm glad you didn't automatically say oh, glare at me. God, no. Like, <laughs> God, no. I'm afraid of you. Well, I was going to say you shouldn't be, but no, you should be. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 That's okay. Well, as you, that's like, dangle a switchblade in front of me. <laughs> no, seriously. I don't have or to Or a butterfly knife. I could, I could be much more subtle than that. <laughs> I don't have to use weapons. Well, you're you're just cleaning your nails that's with it. All that's all I'm doing. Yeah. I don't understand why you're so nervous. It'd be a shame if this knife here fell on you, Anthony. <laughs> seriously. If into your kidney. If it left my hands at lots of speed. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Anthony. You only need one of your kidneys. That's right, exactly. I'm gonna. You're gonna wake up in a bathtub full of ice. Yeah. Look, rent was due. I needed the money. I knew you had another one. It's that's, fine. That's you know? fair. That's and it fair. was your liver that was giving you problems. Your yeah, kidneys were fine. <laughs> kidneys are running strong. <laughs> no, the, the so liver. I, that who so knows? Didn't want to steal your liver just for that reason. It wouldn't bring me as much money. I mean, that's <laughs> you fair. It. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, that's just smart consumerism. It's true. You it's don't want to buy a beat up car. No, 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 it's a terrible idea. I'm a forward thinking person. I am. You Sure are. 
so um, this is kind of old news uh, for anyone listening to the podcast. Um, but news worth kind of looking at uh, because, once again, DC is fucking up. Yeah. They uh, a couple weeks ago they've canceled several more books, uh, most of them all from the original New Fifty Two launch. Right. Um, last week, Nightwing, uh, the final issue came out. Right. Uh, we knew that one was going, but now we've got uh, Wild West uh, or All Star All Star Western All Star Western. I'm sorry, yep. All Star Western's gone. Birds of Prey is gone. Superboy's gone. Batwing's gone. Um, Teen Titans is already gone. They've been gone. Yeah. Um, like these, these were all books right there at the new 52. Now granted, not all the new launch titles were going to make it. Right. I knew voodoo wasn't going to last. No, everybody knew voodoo wasn't going to last. Yeah. Who and the fuck thought that was a good idea? What was it? Dial H. That was another one. That Dial was H in. was a weird one to pull out. That, now that lasted more episodes, more issues than I thought though. Didn't that last? Like, yeah. Granted, but we only thought it was going to last six. That's true. Yep. It so may have gone 12 eight, or you know? something. Yeah. <laughs> something like it did that. not last long. It was a little weird. But like even Mr. Terrific was kind of a weird idea. Um, I get, you know, you kind of want to bring up, you want to give a chance to characters that, uh, you know, have only been peripherals or in group um, ensemble teams. But mm. it seems like the cracks just keep getting worse and worse at DC when essentially if it's not uh, one of the Trinity or I'd say Green Lantern, nothing is safe. I'd say even the Flash is not necessarily safe. Well, weren't two of the books that went this time? Two of them were Trinity books, weren't they? Kind of thought Pandora, Trinity of. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, Trinity is in the Batman, Wonder Woman. Oh, Superman. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The, yeah, the, I was the, thinking, the, I was like, Trinity. I know I saw two no, Trinities yeah, in that list. The, <laughs> we should be specific here. That you know? other Trinity uh-huh. now. That one's not safe at all, apparently. Oh no, 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 no! no. no. That was a terrible idea, anyway. Yeah, they they keep throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks at this point. It kind of yeah. seems that way. Yeah. What is like, it? Uh, I read a, a really good article from Comics Alliance that was pointing out that it's 47 titles that have been canceled at this point. So five more books, and it now becomes the new 52 that didn't work. So pretty much. It's the only painful. The, the, off the top of my head, the books that have survived uh, since the, the 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 very beginning, of course, Batman, of course, uh, Detective. Uh, Superman, Action Comics, Wonder Woman, uh, Green Lantern, and New Guardians, mm-hmm. Flash, uh, and Green Arrow. So Flash is still around? Flash is still around. I had thought Flash was going to get canceled. I thought I heard well, rumblings about that, but is it because of the new TV show, possibly? Well, it might help, but um, Francis Manipool mm-hmm. uh, isn't on the book anymore. Um, and he was a big driving force as to why people went to that book. Because yeah. the art is gorgeous he does amazing yeah that's why i stayed as long as i did yeah um his writing not as strong but the art beautiful Uh, but now he's overall he's doing detective which now makes me want to go pick up detective right yeah it really i mean it's it's honestly that good it's just really stunning and beautiful colors it is does he do the colors as well or does he have a um i think he's one that does because his i always see his colors are consistent so if anything they keep bringing the same color team right. along with right. him. Like when uh, Liquid was doing all the colors yeah. for like Jim Lee and Majora back in the right. 90s. Right. It's, it seems, I mean, I don't, e- I don't even know what, what to think about DC at this point. They've, we, we've said that the entire universe kind of feels alienating. Yeah. Uh, everything, every, I mean, everything is different from the beginning, from the new 52. We still have no idea where we are in history. Right. We're told it's a soft reboot. Some things are still true. We don't know what's true until you tell me. 
uh, which uh, who just oh Star Wars just did that. Oh yeah, seriously. Yeah. I don't just know what's go true. Ahead and make make a statement. I'd like that. That would be fine. Yeah. I don't know what's true until you tell me what's true. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, it it sucks for for the fans uh, of the people who enjoy those other things. I want to know what stories are still relevant. People will tell you, well, those stories are always still good. You can always go back to them. Yeah, you're right, but... Mm, I guess. It, it almost feels like every time they do something like that, it feels like a little bit of a cop-out. It's like, ah, oh, we said this wasn't true, but we're going to go back and bring it back anyway, and now it's true, and I'm like, you guys just don't... So with Future's End, is that going to throw even more continuity errors and changes Well, it's in all there? future stuff. You can, in comics, you can always do whatever the fuck you want in the future, yeah. because you can always change the present. Right. Every, every issue can change the present towards or away. Right. Pre-New 52, um, the loose guide was that everything was kind of in a direction-ish right. towards uh, Kingdom Come. Got it. Every so often, something would happen uh, that looked like, okay, this is going to go in this direction. Right. Um, like Magog became kind of a bigger character towards the end and whatnot. Things right. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, DC was going one for one when they were canceling books uh, with new titles. Uh, and now they've slipped from that. Yeah. Uh, the titles that are coming out um, after this wave of, uh, of um, cancellations, uh, we're going to get a new Suicide Squad. Uh-huh. We're going to get Grayson, which is... The new Nightwing, but now is super secret spy, Grayson. Uh, I'm fine. I, I don't. I wasn't reading the old book, so I probably won't read the new book. I don't. Are you? What are you reading right now? From DC? DC? Yeah. Batman. Okay. I'm not even Just, reading that anymore. I fell off on that. Yeah. And like I've I've got them grouped together to to read kind of in bulk. Yeah. Um, but you and I were talking before the podcast. It's it seems like even Batman isn't good enough anymore mm-hmm. and my theory is that it's because the entire universe just feels like a big mess and it's a world I don't want to go to right because uh, I'm only going for one character and one creative team right uh, they've they've shifted uh, writers around and whatnot I mean like I said Maniples on detective right. um, Snyder's uh, Superman Batman or no, I'm sorry. Uh, Unchained, um, the Superman Unchained uh, is not doing well right. from from what from what I hear. So, I mean, and that's Scott Snyder and Jim Lee, two of the biggest uh, you would names that, in DC. You would think they could do no wrong. So it know? seems like well, even like even the creative teams, like even your all stars, can't bring people back yeah. because every time they they cancel a book, maybe it's justified. It's at least justified from a business perspective. The numbers are dropping. Yeah. So I, I guess some books, I'm sure it's just, all right, well, cut your losses. Because mm-hmm. I doubt they're ever printing to the point of losing money on a book. No. That seems ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think. DC, I think, is big enough to be able to avoid doing that. But you had said before the podcast about how the problem could be in the editors. I mean, the world seems stagnant. S- several artists and writers have left yeah. Quoting the editors as problems, and the books that aren't doing well—is it the fault of the writers or the artists, or are they being like completely hamstrung by the editing? Are they, you know, there's storylines that wanted to get taken off, and yeah. the editors said, "No, we're not going to do that anymore." You know, it's- uh, we know um, most famously uh, Liefeld yeah. when he Twitter exploded. Jeez, God, that's famous because he <laughs> just went crazy. Yes. God, and even that, I feel. 
Maybe that's two years ago. I, that might be... Wow, has it been that long? It's been a while. I guess it has been that long. Yeah, we've had New 52 for like three years now. Yeah. yeah. So I, it's, it's coming up on three years. Yeah. Uh, so I want to say like two years or a year and a half yeah. uh, is when he exploded and said, the editors are, are fucking shit up, that people are changing my stories, they're last minute things, I got to do pages, you know, complete redos, all this crazy stuff, which, you know, on one hand, yeah, that sounds pretty awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would not uh, want my staff to have to work under those conditions. Um, not the best mouthpiece for all that to be coming out of. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> it, just, it was hard to give him any sympathy after a yeah. while. I'm just like, chill. Like, he's got, got, you have to be calm. He's, he's got history attached to him already. Yeah. So not, not, this, not the spokesman for, uh, for the creative teams. Yeah. But then like J.H. Williams comes out and he says, well, DC you know, pulled my story. About uh, the 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 marriage yep. that they were all clearly working to, and that yep. woman. Yep. It it seems it seems weird because, as someone who loves art and story, I always want to side with uh, with the artists and writers. And as soon as it seems like as soon as you get to editorial, uh, which a lot of those guys were also artists and writers or are still artists and writers, right? But it seems like that's the line when it becomes management. So then yeah. it kind of gets this this kind of feeling of. Uh, us against the man. Yeah, which may not be fair at all. I mean, I know that they're dealing with like things that we probably don't even know about numbers. True. They could be even be answering to money people. Everyone's got a boss. Exactly. Yeah. And so it could be well out of their control. But it does seem like I keep hearing various things from various people. And I will take all these things and take them as yeah. fact. You know? uh, but, I mean, to cite a, an example of how much it works to let the artists and writers do what they want. Look at almost every book at image. Yeah. The image is running, uh, all like almost all creative owned titles. Yeah. And they just keep knocking out granted a lot of miniseries. So you, you know, you very clearly can have a story and you tell it and it's done. You don't have to worry about things that happen after that. So I believe that would probably make storytelling a little easier, but like just, it seems like every book image puts out is a fan favorite. You know, and you've got, you're, I mean, you're even pulling artists from both DC and Marvel. Yeah. Uh, they want to do something that isn't a superhero or just is, you know, different. They at least don't want to have the reins pulled on them. Yeah. So they go and they do a story and it's fucking sex criminals. And it goes on to five fucking uh, um, reprints of the first issue. Yeah. Matt Fraction's rolling in fucking money. <laughs> and he's already got, he's already writing a third of Marvel. Yeah. So it's it's not like he needed another job. Nope, but he just wanted to be able to have that freedom that he wasn't... Well, and see, Marvel, we were even talking about that before, that maybe Marvel is still a little tighter on their people than Image is, but what was the figure I heard quoted? DC's averaged... One cancellation every three weeks. One cancellation, one final issue every three weeks. Marvel is one final issue every month. Some of these DC books, they're not all getting, uh, you know, nice closure to yeah. them sometimes it's just rush and wrap up yeah yeah and as it was pointed out i mean you can sell a collection a graphic novel collection of a series if it had a decent ending easier than you can it's like here's this graphic novel collection of a book that does not have an ending here's you know, like, four of five mm-hmm. you're never gonna get five you will never will and we'll just rub it in your faces and make you pay us money for it so nah. <laughs> please give us 15 dollars <laughs> nope pass i'm F all that. bad yeah. F that. Um, yeah. but then like a lot of the, the Marvel, you know, final issues had the all new reboot on them the next month. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, or two, or two months later. Yep. So are these books canceled? 
kind of still not. counts as a quote unquote final <laughs> issue. But like Spider Man, they finished telling the story for Superior yeah. Spider Man, and so yes, there was a final issue, but then there was immediately a new issue yeah. later. So, I mean, not quite the same thing, I guess. But like we've 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 definitely talked about how rough it seems to be at at DC and how. Uh, the new 52 was a gamble. I, I think I got to say three years in this gamble's really, really not panning out. It just, it really does feel like it's almost like a panic, like not making the numbers cancel. I mean, it feels like Fox, you know, it's not <laughs> immediately making numbers cancel it and do something else. And I'm like, did you don't want to give it a chance? Bail, everybody bail, pull the ripcord. And then I we lose almost human. I was, I just watched the third episode last night. So I, I, I almost don't want to watch the show because I know it's going to be canceled, but I keep watching the episodes. I'm like, it's very pleasant. It's good. It's good. I'm bummed it's only got half a season. There's only like 12, 13 episodes. And the last episode didn't wrap anything up. So it just ends. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, I may just let my brain do what it usually does and just watch a few episodes and then forget to watch (laughs) anymore. You know, I'm like, Oh yeah, I never did finish that one. Neither did this series. No. Mm. Uh, I'm curious to see what the new teen Titans look like. Mm. Um, it's most of the original cast coming back, Mm. uh, as far as the, the, the characters go. But I mean, like Superboy just, just got canceled. It's one of the ones that just got canceled. Uh, Superboy came out big old bag of dicks. Yeah. Just a, giant pain in the ass uh and he was that way in uh teen titans as well so at least that's consistent yeah that's uh, fine. unlike wonder woman who is not consistent in any of her so they appearances never did, they never did iron that out i remember when it first started loved the wonder woman book when it first started another mm-hmm. one that i just stopped reading but to find out that it was not really anywhere the same as in any of the other books yeah, i'm like a different I don't, person i don't i don't understand that and then of course don't get me started on uh i want to say it right because leland from movie issues will hurt me starfire Mm-hmm. I don't like that character at all. I mean, I've never. Yeah, the the amnesia kind of bimbo yeah. thing is not. And then also the, not the cover out. of Red Hood <laughs> just right, bugs right, me. Right on the hood. Oh man. I mean, yeah. I mean, vote w- vote with your dollars, but yeah. then you know that's why these books are also getting canceled. So I don't. Do these books deserve to be canceled? Mm. I haven't read most of I, them, so I don't know. You know, I I would believe. I would honestly, I would, I would side with DC and say, yes, maybe the best thing to do is cancel Superboy and All-Star Western, which lasted longer than I think everyone thought mm-hmm. it could have. Go ahead, go ahead and cancel these books because the facts are there. The numbers are down. Uh, the book is not popular. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's always people that's going to be disappointed. There's always going to be someone's like, oh, shit, I really like that book. I liked where it was going. I like the writer and the artist and things. Um, but as a business, you got to make a business call. You do. You but know. when you're constantly having to cancel books and your general public, um, the general public opinion of you is not good. Fucking I, I, I'm out of suggestions for you. And we've, we've even discussed this before. What could DC do to kind of fix things? And I think we're speaking from a position of not knowing the complete ins and outs of what's going on, but it sounds like you need to give your artists and writers a little more creative freedom. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, don't change things on them at the last minute if you possibly can. Cause that tensions, I feel like it's coming through in the books, you know, if somebody's yeah. not into it. And also it does feel like so many of the books feel the same. So yeah. if there's somebody leaning on people to kind of keep a certain thing, maybe they need to stop doing that. I don't know. Um, I, I've always, um, not always. About a year, I think, into New 52, um, 
I said, you can't go back. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too late. You can't hit the red reset button and go back to Flashpoint and make it all the way it was before that point, before which makes, that time. Which makes Drew very unhappy. <laughs> he, keeps, <laughs> he keeps hoping. He really does. He's like, oh, is New 52 going away? I'm like, I don't, I think tough, it's too late. Tough noogies, buddy. It's, I, it's too late. It's a ridiculous concept at this point to, to, to go back. And I know a lot of people would like it to happen, but I, I, would, I would ask you to sit and think about, okay... Uh, DC goes through another giant event uh, to reset because that's what that's how they would do it because you always want to progress the story you know just you never just want to go okay next next episode will be pre new fifty two you know what I think it would be a terrible idea for them to do it uh, it would lose them so much respect um, but I don't think it's completely unlikely that they'd do it you know that somebody up in DC is like none of this is working throw it all out let's just go back it would be a terrible decision but I think it could possibly happen I, I, really like, I like to think of Dan DiDio in his <laughs> office with a can of gasoline and matches be like Seriously, it's gotta it. go all of it's <laughs> out <laughs> it's not working let's just burn it to the ground <laughs> let's just cash in the insurance money and run <laughs> oh god um, I think I honestly think what has to be done is you have to give 75% of control to the writers and artists yeah. uh, just at, at DC headquarters or, you know, like the, the summits, whatever, when you guys plan your year out, just give every, every world or world is kind of a misleading term. Yeah. Uh, get the bat board, get the super board, get the, the, the strange board, all those things. Yeah. And just get everyone to work out the timeline for the year. This is what this writer wants to do. This is what this writer wants. These are the stories we want to tell. That way everyone's on board. Because really, I think the editor's job should be keeping track of the stories. Right. It should not be changing content. Right. Well, this, isn't, this isn't a news publication where you, have to, where you have to fact check. Yeah. And, you know, like, just... If, if you want to feel important, make sure that the writer's spelling things right. You should not change the way the story works, though. And mind you, my heart does go out to the editors because I work with a bunch of artists and I know we are tough to keep in line because they're like, my creative sensibilities and you're crushing my dreams. You yeah. know, obviously it's got to be hard because you're like, money, guys. We yeah. do have to concentrate on the money. But I feel like there's a little too much strangling going on but at do, this like, point. Do you, do you think anyone who's writing or drawing Batman or Superman or, or any DC character doesn't genuinely care for that character? Oh, they absolutely do. Like it, which it is seems, why it hurts them to have them be like stagnated. You like know? No, nobody, nobody gets to the to the NBA or the NFL and doesn't really care about being there. Though we've seen that a few times, though. Haven't we seen books before where you have writers who just they really don't care for the character? I swear I feel like we even talked about that in an episode I'm sure, at one point. You I'm know? sure it's so, happened. Yeah. Uh, or they're just least, pulling a paycheck. At the very yeah. least, it feels like it like it happens. Yeah. But I don't believe those are the major titles. I think getting to to do Batman, Detective, Superman, Action Comics, Wonder Woman, even uh, Flash, Green Lantern, those books. Right. I feel like those people, they have to care about the characters. And they have to, at the very least, care about writing a good story with those characters. Peripheral books, like some of the new ones, like... Infinity Man and the Forever People. Mm. That guy mm. might not give a shit. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know who the writer is. Uh, I'm not gonna look it up because honestly, I don't care. Title alone, I don't care. Yeah, I, don't what care. Ha- I don't care what's <laughs> really, happening there. No, no. Uh, maybe some of the Earth Two stuff. Maybe some of those writers aren't involved because it's not the job they want. Right. This is just a stepping stone to the to the book that they want to be on. Is that one? Of, I wonder. 
wonder if that's one of the reasons why sometimes, as much as I, I can't quit Joe Mad, we've, we've said it before, mm. but his like hopping around on books and everything, and always just like, don't you care? Don't you love these people that you do this beautiful art on? And yeah. did you read the first Inhumans book? I did. I liked it. it oh really yeah, it looked beautiful. great. It was wonderful. It looked great. I can't I, wait for the other two to come before <laughs> that's he quits. What I was going to say he's probably only going to do like another two, right? Yeah. I mean, Matt Jura is a slow artist, and he's he's always kind of been so. Yeah. But you look at his work know. and you can see why. Yeah, like, yeah. It's I mean, he's so pretty. Even even when he like he phones it in, you know, and you kind of catch him phoning it in, mm. like you can still appreciate like oh. the the if the backgrounds are loose, the foreground's pretty solid. Yeah, and you can always appreciate that. Absolutely. Like just kind of deal with him. Let him do three, and then get a fill in artist for three more, and let him come back for three. Like so at least we know we get something. I really know? wish we could see Majura as a current artist and not a. <laughs> Glamorized poster boy. Yeah, like that's he's true. he's better than than J. Scott Campbell. Well, no, that's true. But but yeah. I mean, J. Scott so. Campbell get, can't get a calendar to come out on time. <laughs> no, motherfuckers can't get calendars to come out on time. But pretty art, you know, when they do finally get it produced, you know, nah. eventually, I guess. And but. I mean, I've got other issues with with Campbell being uh, overly sexual. Yeah, like right. I I never support uh, Zenoscope. As, as a company. I don't hate them. I don't wish their company to fall apart, but I'm never going to do anything to support uh, the publication because I feel uh, it's comic book... Mm, I don't want to say porn, but right. it's it's comic smut to me. Right, right. And I feel there's always going to be a market for that, and that's and there, I, I, there is totally but fine. I don't need to support it. No. And so I choose not to. I feel like I, I don't have a leg to stand on because I, I buy and I love to death the empowered comics, and honestly. But at least there's a story. There is a story, but it's pretty... The, it's, no one's toting the Xenoscope story. No, no, I guess not. That's true. But yeah. I feel uh, Campbell, as good as his work is, one is stagnant mm. uh, because it's a lot of the same all the time. Right. But he's just a step above the Xenoscope uh, publication. Yeah, I think you're probably right like, on that one. I... Yeah. Um, Leland got me a uh, one of his calendars two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, so I had it up on the wall because yeah. yeah, it looks good, yeah. you know. And I like girls, so Fine. I'm not I'm not you know incredibly angry. But every month I'm like, like you're so talented. Mm-hmm. You, I'd really like to be seeing you doing interiors and story work because like your your storyboarding, you know, and layouts they were good. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I I'll still go back and read Danger Girl. Mm-hmm. It's still a good story yes, and it, it looks is. great. Yeah, it is. Like now you're just doing these pinups. You know? you know, it's got to be good money. I, you know, look at it's got to be enough money at least. I mean, I, yeah. he tours a lot. He's he constantly does. going to cons, so he's making money on commissions and things like that. Yeah. And maybe, maybe he's just tired of working for for big companies. It's got to suck the creativity out of you. I mean, they talk about burnout. And yeah, that's I've got... I've never heard it from him, but he's the the, the Danger Girl book is coming out. Uh, there's a series right now. Fuck me. I want to say they're like through Dynamite. Okay. Um, it's not a major publisher, um, but there is a current Danger Girl uh, story out. And he owns the rights, so his name is always on it. I don't think he's doing the interiors. Uh, and if not. he is, everything I just said, Never mind. I just, I'm about to choke on. Take but, it, I'll take it back. Um, but I just, uh, maybe, maybe I'm just frustrated because it's wasted talent. In my in my opinion, it could be, yeah. And maybe that's a lot of what DC is doing. They're wasting their talent because it's become so corporate yes. to try and appease. And maybe the pressure of the struggling books is not helping. And yeah. now, 
Everything's just getting tighter while Marvel is just kicking back and like riding the fucking water slide yeah. of, of money. And as much as we made fun of the all new 52 and the stupid numbering convention and everything seems to be doing fine. Yeah. You know, they don't seem to be suffering. I've read a lot of the first books of a lot of the new releases and I, I loved Inhumans. Uh, I read the Zero issue for um, Original Sin. I really mm-hmm. liked that. Um, Electra I didn't think so much of, but that's okay. Mm, it's because it's Electra. Yeah, Electra, I think so. Electra is a guest uh, in a book uh, at best. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Probably right. But yeah, they seem to fight, despite all the fun that we made of them, it seems to be doing just fine. But Yeah, I mean, Amazing Spider-Man is, is back and amazing. Good. I still haven't read that one. Read the final issue of oh, Superior, but... Oh, yeah. girl. <laughs> it's a, reaching over, it's over here. Yay! <laughs> there, that's yeah. the book. That's oh my god, it's a it. huge book. Holy. Well, it's got a lot of um, insert stories, oh, okay. and it's got uh, Inhumans one in the back. Too. Oh, sweet, good, cool. Um, but, but by like page three, mm-hmm. everything feels right in the world. Nice, which really is nice. which is nice. Uh, and like credit for Marvel, like you, you did, you took a chance to take Peter out of Spider-Man and put Doctor Octopus and let him at first really feel like he's fucking shit up and then towards the end it's like okay well he's efficient yeah yeah so i hear (laughs) i mean he's he's kind of got shit together in a way peter never did but peter's fault flaws are like some of the most uh endearing things about him well therefore his flaws are our flaws you know that's what it is that's why he's relatable to us but um but i mean to to go into work with that was a gamble and it worked out for them yeah no i mean for the people who didn't like it i think were people like you who were so not so precious well exactly you you weren't tied to spider-man it was peter parker and you had gotten rid of peter parker so those people were not unhappy with it but they didn't completely ditch the whole spider-man thing i mean the superior did well yeah spawned a couple uh, other uh books uh superior foes superior team up like that might not be one um, but, uh, but I mean, the, like the, the, the Doc Ock Spider-Man was the Spider-Man for the Marvel universe. He's yep. on the Avengers. He's with the fantastic four. Like he spread out to all these other fucking factions and groups, right? Like Marvel took it and they, they dedicated themselves and the, to the it. people who were, you know, less interested in Peter Parker, but more interested in a Spider-Man story that they had never seen before. It was yeah. fine. It, and was it, fine. It, it works out. And at least they didn't keep it that way forever. Yes, thank God. Thank God. And at some point, I'll go back and read The Superior now that I know it's okay. All right, right, it's, right. It's okay now. It's fine. Everything went back to normal eventually. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man is one of those characters who has been on pretty much every single Marvel team um, in Marvel. He's He's been on the Fantastic Four. Uh, he's been uh, an Avenger forever. He's teamed up with everybody. He's he's. I mean, that's that's a book in and of itself. Is, yeah. is Marvel team up, but really, it's Spider-Man teams up with this person this week. Which you would think that he and Wolverine would get along a little better because of well, that. Well, they do. You know? They they, they, they kind of do. Yeah. The Spidey pool is a thing that uh, the internet uh, mm-hmm. really enjoys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I th- I thought it'd be fun if we go through and essentially if we were to be uh, a superhero fresh in the Marvel six one six. What team would we want to be a part of? Right. Um, I think, hands down, I would just I would want to join the X Men, but specifically the Jean Grey uh, Institute, okay. the, the Jean Grey School, okay. um, with Wolverine. Okay. That's although 
full of kids, uh, which would definitely get uh, annoying. Um, Quentin uh, is a character I like to read, but I also hate him as a character. Like he's, which I think they're doing their job. If that's how you feel, yeah, so that's yeah, definitely that's what they're exactly going for. That's exactly what they want. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just just to be based out of the out of the uh, the X mansion there, uh, with the Bamps and, <laughs> and the, the the crazy shit going the on. The lawn that's, that's alive. Yeah, you know, the all lawn's that, alive. And shit. Like I just I just be sitting under a tree. I'm like, hey, Carcoa buddy, rub the grass a little. Like. Could I have a Granny Smith apple? And just boop drops right there next to me. I'm like, oh, you're the I best. See. I'm gonna eat your body now. <laughs> it's not creepy yeah. at all. It is unless he doesn't like you, and then it's gonna make it really hard yeah. to get to class. And you're gonna have a problem. Yeah. So when the ground doesn't swallow you, you whole, yeah, and then it's so a whole much. Goonies movie. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I mean, one the X Men has, has always been a team that uh, I've really liked. Uh, it's what got me into comic books, so it's kind of a natural. Uh, place for me to go because i got into the x-men because the x-men was the band of outsiders right and although that's always kind of been a theme with the x-men back in the 90s it was way more you know we're we're different we're just trying to um be a part of the world and so that's that's what grabbed me because i just wanted to be a part of the world i felt different and weird you know, being of, as, ma- of many things. I was about to say, as everybody kind of going through that yeah. age did, that's why X-Men speaks to so many people. Absolutely. It's like, we know what you're going through. Trust Absolutely. us, we really do. Uh, the weird shit happens to them. Yeah. Like, yeah. the Avengers seem to always be dealing with, um, like, big global mm-hmm. scale kind of kind of shit also more involved with government too which is one reason why i never really wanted to be part of the yeah. avengers i'm like i feel like you're having to answer to too many government organizations for it to be very much fun. or at the very least like people who feel like government yeah exactly like exactly. shield exactly. kind no, of government not. kind of not I yeah but it sure feels like it yeah which is funny because the team i would want to be part of an x team too and I know we talked last week about how I would like to take a break from Scott, but I would actually <laughs> like, I would rather be on Scott's team. Because really? Would, yes. That one. Means we got to fight. I know. Well, always, every time we see each other, it was like, mm, you. <laughs> every time they see each other, I'm like, great, they're going to get mad at each other. But no, I like, I think part of it, to be honest, is because it's Bendis and Bachelot, and I love the <laughs> you uncanny be drawn book. In that oh world. my god, I love that book so much. Every time I see it, every time Bachelot takes a break from, I'm like, oh, oh fine. prepare for I some guess suck. I know it's not going to be nearly as good, but I love, I love the book. I love the characters. I love how they're writing the characters. Um, I've said before, I think the the cuckoo triplets or whatever, you yeah. know. Uh, incredibly well written you know they're all very spooky and scary when they do their mind bonding thing but the fact that they're all splitting off from each other and one's like that's interesting i think i'm gonna dye my hair red and the other's like no that's not what we do you know but we're a team well this is our thing it's just our shtick i've i actually have started to like emma frost more in this new world i think she's a bitch but she's a bitch who gets stuff done um, I don't like Scott, but I also feel like nobody on the team really likes Scott, so I would get along with everybody really That's well. That's fair. You know? That's fair. And um, yeah, I think yeah, all of it. I, I really and I like how they've been writing Kitty Pride. You know, she's not like she's not a sidekick anymore. People call her Professor. You know, and true. She's, she's like she was making uh, Jean Grey toe the line. It's just like no, you are too powerful. You cannot freak out like that. I am serious. I can't let you do that. So I like how she was laying down the law with her. So yeah, I I would like that team, even though they're the outsiders. In the Xavier School, is that is that what they're calling yeah. it? That is what they're calling it. Yeah, yeah which true. feels really uh, weird. I Every know. time I read the little box up top, Xavier yeah. School, I'm like, 
You killed Xavier. No, and that's still that obviously that bugs me. I'm just like, just admit it. Nah. Be a little more humble about it. I don't know. I don't know if I want you to do penance or whatever, but he's just got such an attitude. But I still like that team better. Uh if if you were, you know, okay, so you're you're going so you turn into a mutant. Yes. So your mutant power awakens. Yes. Uh one power. Yes. What, what would it be? What 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 power does do Scott and the X Men uh, want you to to join? And that's because the of? thing. I I was never able to nail it down. One thing, all of a sudden, I got. I swear to God, there has to be one, and I'm not thinking them, and it's making me feel stupid. Does the X Men? Does anybody in the X Men have like, and the one of the major X Men have mm-hmm. a shape changer? No, um, not anymore. I don't think so. I think we're currently down a shape changer. So. I always thought that would be fun. Kind of pull it like Changeling style where it's just animals. Because if you change into like other Beast people. Like Beast Boy? Yeah. No. Yeah. They don't call him Changeling anymore? It's been a long uh, time since I read Teen Titans. They used to call him Changeling. They used to call him a Changeling? No, Maybe his bite. name was Changeling. Oh, no. No, he's been Beast Boy for a long time. Oh, okay. Cool. That well, I'm thinking. He's <laughs> like reading Doom Patrol? No. No. His name was Changeling. I remember that. Back I don't in, remember that. Back in the, the, um, the new Teen Titans, back when it was... Uh, Marv Wolfman was on the team. Well, so it was on. like when Nightwing was was running it. Yes, okay. and even like at Star the very Starfire, be- Raven. Yeah, all that. Even at the beginning, he hadn't yet changed to Nightwing. This is okay, like he so was still Robin. Still late Robin years. Yeah, it was a long okay, time okay. ago. Yeah. So this is Speedy, right? Uh, Flash, right? Or wait, no. Speedy? Speedy, Speedy, and Kid Flash. Oh, yes, Wally was Kid guess. Flash. Yes, and I guess. Speedy before the drugs. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I don't remember. That's one character I don't remember because I always remember Nightwing. I remember Starfire. I remember Raven. always like Raven. Yeah. Um, um, Joshua? Was that what Joshua. I don't know that one. Uh, he was, wait, he had another name. Fuck, it's been so long. He could jump into people's minds. Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. Okay. No? No. Still no? Okay. No, um, I mean, one that's kind of before I started getting into comics and I was really hardcore Marvel for a long Got time. It. Got so it. a lot of old DC history. Uh, I either know a version of through like animation or something, right? Or right. just someone has told me the story. Got it. Uh, I've not read a lot of this. Okay. Stuff. Like that's kind of. Um, I think I. I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got into comic books, um, and I mean as like a genre with the the '90s X Men cartoon uh, and that boom right. that we had. Uh, I had some comic books, but essentially that's the point where I started. And I've never been able to go backwards right? because I've never been able to afford to stay current. No, that's absolutely. So. And that's for me. That was when New Teen Titans was very early on. We'd gone into a, Catherine and I had gone into a comic shop with like uh, our friends and their dad. And we just randomly walked up to it and found like a Teen Titans. And it was on. We'd seen some comic books before, but always on the newsprint paper. This was on mm-hmm. the slick, glossy oh, okay. paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, bright colors. And we actually guilted our friend's dad into buying us a nice. comic. We're like, would you please buy this for us? But, please, sir. But it was, it was, it was New Teen Titans. So nice. it, started, it started from that point on. And, nice. But I, I don't know. I never, I kept up with it until they became, like they dropped the new no, from no, it. No. The art wasn't as good anymore. And Jericho apparently became a bad guy. I don't know. I'm like, I don't accept any it of this. It seems like any kind of telepath eventually goes wrong somewhere I, th- that's actually probably true to life i yeah. think if you read minds yeah, or if, jump if into you people see what's going yeah. on in people's brains yeah it's probably not gonna it's, be good I'm for sure. the long term no wonder gene gray keeps going coming crazy. back going evil dying yeah. and then coming back it's again, gotta be so. awful yeah. um i've i've had a theory about uh shape changers uh in general uh for a while 
I feel uh, a shape changer, although like with a mutant who has 12, 15 years of non-mutancy. Right. Uh, at that point, your sexuality would be kind of concreted. You know who you are sexually. Sure. Uh, and, you know, your, your personality. Like, all those things are, are kind of budding. But you know sexually who you are at that point. Right. Now, there are still people who are confused at that age, but I'm saying the majority. Right. I feel by nature of being a shape changer and going male to female and all these other, other different identities, uh, one, I think it would be tough to remember who you are. Right. I think that would fade. But I also think that you would innately just f- become bisexual. Because I think once, yeah. once, once you can be a woman and a man, it's... I think those those the, that line would just completely disappear. Well, I wonder if we have to nail down the definition of shape changing. Like for Beast Boy, when he changes, does he change male female, or is it always? I mean, it, and it's always an animal. He it's always an animal. So I would get the feeling that he's probably always turning into a male animal and because he's male and he identifies himself as male. And I kind of think because I'm going over on the True Blood side, which I'm desperately trying to get caught up with it. Um, there are shape changers in that world as well. And they change to animals. And as far as I know, you know, if they're male, they change into a male animal. Yeah. Some of them can, almost by accident, change into people, like people that they know. Yeah. One, it's considered incredibly creepy to do that, so they don't do it. And yeah, Merlot, Merlot's done it. Yeah, exactly. But it's also bad for your system. Like, it, it actually yeah, fucks not, you up a lot. So I go. like that they put that kind of limit, because, I don't know, I like powers... Sam. Yes. Sam. Sam Merlot, yeah. Sam no. Merlot. Yeah, yeah, but I said I think his it's last... His, I think it's his brother that did it, though. They both did. Oh, okay. I hadn't seen his. I hadn't seen Sam do it, but I figured he probably would do it eventually. Yeah. But um, um, I, I kind of yeah. like powers that have a little bit of a limitation on it. It shouldn't be like, you know, you can't change into a creature that's more than ten times your size. You know, because yeah. where would the mass come from? You no, know? yeah, that is weird. Like when Beast Boy turns into an elephant. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like, yeah, where where does this or, stuff physically come from? Are you an elephant that has like I don't know a very um, what am I thinking? Like you're almost smoky because your your molecules are yeah, all completely spread so... out, diffuse. There you go. Yeah. But yeah. Or if like, you're a mouse, you're like a mouse with the mass of like super a heavy. Sun. Yeah. <laughs> you like sink into the super ground condensed. as you run along. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's <laughs> we need a science. We need Bill Nye to come and explain the possibilities yeah. of that. There you go. Actually, there's books on this which I've never read because they don't have pictures. Uh, well, but uh, it would I would really like to understand. Um, what powers have been able to be rationalized in some way is like, okay, well, it would work kind of like this because yeah. clearly uh, it's not real. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> We're taking, take that off the table. Yes. We know that. We get it. We yeah, know. It's fine. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just always feel like, um, like the, 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 the sexuality is, is broken up into what we understand because, I will never know as much as I try to be sympathetic or I try to uh, educate myself. I'll never know what it's like to be a woman. Um, I mean, I've no desire, but there's <laughs> there, there's no way I'm going to understand. Okay. Uh, a shape changer can physically do that. If that's what we say their power set is. Yeah. And then mm. like, I'm thinking of like mystique and morph and, you know, like the, the classic body sh- uh, bodies. Changing. Now, mystique can't change. She can't change into animals, though, right? She doesn't. Uh, oh. I've I've seen her turn into, like, monsters. Okay, so you would think it wouldn't be outside but, the realm of possibility. Yeah, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Is there, like, a, bone st- is there a bone structure thing at work? Like, she has to keep the well, same skeletal? Well, in, no, not even that. She's in, in the, no, yeah, no, no. Not from what no, I've seen. No. I mean, her her body's just Play-Doh, almost. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I, that's no, that's that's too uh, unrestricted. Um, she can change into aliens and stuff like that. Um, I think they're always bipedal. Okay. I don't think I've I don't think I've ever seen her turn into an animal, but it's comics. Yeah, it, it could happen. It could happen. At like some I, point, you know. I remember specifically one time uh, she turned into like a giant crazy monster. Okay. That just clearly was not and if, normal. And if that was possible, then yes, changing into yeah. a dog should be possible. Yeah. So. All right. Um. But like that that level of shape changing, where you're just going to different identities. You're, right. You're assuming other people's lives, right. or at the very least, uh, you know. You're becoming, you know, a, a woman, a man, man, a woman. Right. Uh, I would just assume that that eventually changes your psyche to where you doesn't, you just don't see the, the the point in one or the other. It could explain why Mystique is the way that she is. I mean, a big like, crazy bitch. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, she doesn't really have any loyalties to even she's one so, shape. You know, she's so ambiguous. Yeah. That it's it's become her uh, both her power and her morality because she's she's done stints of being a good guy oh, yeah. well they talk about sociopaths can't honestly relate to human beings that's yeah. what makes them a sociopath they just don't get it and so yeah. if you're a shape changer who isn't even solid in your own identity you probably can't understand others so yeah. maybe could be like i like uh i always like that um beast boys uh beast boy was a vegetarian yeah, yeah. because it would be weird to him if he ate meat because he has been those animals. Exactly. exactly. Uh, and I think that might've been what kind of start this started this idea of like, well, I mean, that makes sense. Like it would be weird if you could turn into a cow and then you ate a hamburger. Yeah. Because you've, would, you've known what the cow kind yeah, of feels like a little bit. It would know? be kind of like eat, being, it is kind of like being a cannibal. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I would feel weird if I ate a human, if it was socially <laughs> acceptable. You know, like if if, if Soylent Green starts rolling out in, in delicious garlic flavored crackers, oh god, it would still be kind of weird. So, what's that? They, what do they call it? Long pig? Isn't that what I've heard it's called? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 long pig. <laughs> it's always <laughs> such a disturbing name. I'm like, holy crap! Don't don't hide it. No, I don't no. want to accidentally order something no. off of some weird foreign menu. No, let's not do. What about you? What would be your power set? Um, there are some really good ones that would be uh, a lot of fun. Mm. Um. As much as I hate heights, I've always wanted to kind of have the, the power of flight. Yes. But it's the falling that scares me. So well, of if I was confident that I was going to fall, then I assume I would be okay. Um, but that's not the power uh, I would pick. I think of, um, of the many powers uh, that would be cool to have, uh, I think I would settle on being able to teleport. Mm -hmm. um, because it's, it's so... Um, Useful, I yeah, guess. It it's, really it's is. Really, it's really practical, guys. Yeah. Um, Better than walking through walls for getting out of a bad situation. Better yeah. than being invisible for yeah. getting out of a bad situation. Just don't be there anymore. You know? And also, just like, because specifically, I'd want a bamf. Oh, yeah. I'd want like a little puff of smoke. Yep. You know, cool, cool ass shit like that. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I'd be a teleporter. Yeah, the teleport thing, I think we might have mentioned it before. I like the idea of teleports. I like the Star Trek and all that kind of stuff. But you read that Stephen King story, The Jaunt, and it just will frighten the shit out of you about the idea of teleporting because oh, really? then you go, yeah, basically. The send... fly did that well enough for me. Okay, yeah, no, that does it too. I mean, there's the idea of like in the Anne McCaffrey books when they the dragons would do that, they would go to a place called Between. Well, if you're tired or almost dead or whatever, sometimes you'll go between and you'll never come back. You yeah. know? And that's, that's the thing that always scares me is the idea of going to a very, very bad place by mistake. So, but it would be convenient. 
Or you can get beamed with your head on backwards, like in Spaceballs. That could definitely happen as well. And Spaceballs made it funny, but I'm yes. sure it wouldn't be very it funny. Would be in real life. It would be really, really bad. <laughs> it would not. But it could be like Star Trek, where you could have a terrible disease and they'll figure out how to cure you with the teleporter, because that's yeah. realistic. I mean, I, I, I get, I get how you could uh, extrapolate that idea, because yes. you you're essentially mapping all of your atoms, uh, and, and then you're emailing them to some other place <laughs> and putting them back together. So, yeah, I guess if you if there was something wrong genetically, you could have that taken out. Uh, but It's like, comic books. We're going to assume it works just <laughs> fine. Like, like we're saying, though, let's have a limit on powers. Sure. It's always kind of annoying when, you know, in season three or four, someone's minor power yeah. suddenly becomes, starts doing more yeah. for, you know, lack of story. Yeah. Um, I'm also really annoyed when... Um, characters who are clearly be be at best type characters um there's there's always like oh well they just don't know the potential of their own abilities jubilee is never going to have major powers which makes it kind of okay that they turned her into a vampire because i'm like that would explain her getting some extra powers without being dumb it's worked out way better for her than the stupid light show yeah I have to admit, which is eh, it was a nice attempt to make that into something more cool. But yeah. she was a very 80s character, and an 80s character would have the power of a light show. Sure. But yet Dazzler has it, too, and Dazzler's more impressive. I think because um, uh, there's a mall baby eat chili fries really was a thing uh, that haunted Jubilee for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I think the whole yellow raincoat and giant glasses, yep. and yep. it was, it's just so insane especially in retrospect it's it was fine for the it was fine for the time for the time it's like okay like this this is the intro character or this is this is the the relatable character for young readers like this is the bridge they never grew her out of it is the thing all other characters like kitty pride no longer a sidekick she is not tagging around with wolverine only took her 30 years yeah seriously but it's so it could happen with jubilee eventually if they could do well i mean i I think they're doing that with this whole vampire thing yeah exactly and the kid which i like yeah the kid they they, they managed i mean really they had to kill old jubilee yeah and and then bring her back as as a vampire which the first time i heard that i was like it's the really? stupidest thing I've ever heard. And it was now also like, at the height of like vampiredom too. Oh, yeah. well, the, like, like all the X Men were fighting vampires. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. If I remember right, um, there was essentially a vampire bomb that what? there was like a, a vampire grenade that turned like a bunch of people in its vicinity, man, uh, towards vampirism. Uh-huh. And I think uh, they just didn't save. Julie. Man, I, I walk away from comics for 10 years and looks at what happens while I'm <laughs> yeah. gone. You guys, I'm surprised they never cured her of it. I always sort of figured maybe they'd, um, they couldn't, uh, they, I mean, they tried giving her Wolverine's blood. Hmm. Uh, and I remember there was a time, like there's a short, um, series where after all the fallout from the, the war against, um, the vampires and teaming up with Dracula and sure. then having to fight Dracula cause you can't Obviously. trust Dracula. No. Um, after all that, there was a Wolverine and Jubilee, um, short miniseries where, she was instructed she has to stick with Wolverine because his blood helped her 
curb all of her instincts, all the right. new vampire instincts. So that's that she why had. she's not drinking blood now. Is she drinking blood now? In all the issues that I've seen her in, I've never. It's not only do I never see her drinking blood or drinking from a blood bag yeah. or whatever, but she doesn't walk around with the craving. You know, yeah, it's all this she's angsty. About any shit. No, she doesn't. She seems perfectly kind um, of cheery. I don't. Actually. I don't know. I don't think it was resolved at the end of that book because that book was more about Jubilee taking control. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of showing the reader, like, okay, she's going to have a battle with, you know, these inner demons, but uh, sh- her head is in the right space. Because okay. she kept toting, like, you know, I've, I've got this. I'm going to handle this. I don't want a babysitter. I don't want the X-Men watching over and watching their backs, right. waiting for me to turn, you know, insane and start eating people. Yeah. Um, but Which you n- have to admit is a possibility. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, like, the... the Ex ladies, essentially, book. Yes, um, I I haven't been reading uh, just because there's just so much. Mm. Honestly, um, I'd I'm like to. I know we have it in our cachet. I'm afraid I feel a little bit about Storm the way I do about some other characters. I'm like, I feel like I've seen enough Storm lately, so I I glance at the ex ladies book just because I approve that they've put them on a team. But nah. at the same time, I'm like, eh, it's fine. Be sure that interesting things will happen. <laughs> it's fun, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, what team would you absolutely never want to be a part of? Oh, my God. Over on Empowered, the Super Homies. They the super are a homies. bunch of assholes, all of them. But that's, I mean, Adam Warren created that. The story, the books start out a little less subtle, a little less deep. And really, they're just, that's the team that she's joined up as to try and go from being a C-list superheroine to being maybe a B-list. Um, but they are, I mean, all of them are just jerks and even even some of the nicer ones like um captain rivet who's the the leader of all of them he's very nice and everything but he won't step in when empowered is being harassed you know mm-hmm. the other guys are being total assholes and he's kind of standing in the back and laughing i'm like well that makes you just as bad as the others so there's no the only time a character ends up being likable is if they were never on the super homies to begin with like mm-hmm. ninjet and thug boy or if they were on the team, like Sister Spooky, and she just decided that she didn't want to deal with this anymore, and she leaves. And so just by not being on the Super Homies team, you become a better person. So I wish Empowered would just quit. I don't see why she's uh, she's not getting anything from being around these guys. She could just go solo, and she and Ninjet could just pair up and defeat evil. So never. Absolutely never. They're jerks. By names alone. Oh, I know all the names. <laughs> right. I mean, not the fact that you know them. I know. I know you're a fan. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. I'm not. They are I'm very surprising silly names. Though. Yes, by by the names alone that Adam Warren has created, like, and he seems, does it. He totally does it on purpose. He really I, I, does. I, yeah, it's it. The the book is self aware. Oh yeah. But it kind of seems like you're most daring people not to like it. Absolutely. I mean, one of the biggest assholes is Major Havoc. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Block. I love that one. He's actually got a cinder block for head and hands and everything. Has control that's, over rocks. That's tick-like. That really, actually a lot that's of them really are. tick-like. You see at the, uh, he kept on making teasing references to it and you finally got to see it in this award ceremony, Wear Giraffe by Night. So that's what the character, Wear Giraffe by Night. That's an actual character. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen very much, but you did see him in the background. He was a giraffe, and he was wearing a little mask, and you know. <laughs> but, but he's a were giraffe. He is a were giraffe. So yeah, he's human by day. I guess we've only seen him in giraffe form, and only for a very brief minute. But you know, that's that's the super homies for you. You know, 
I, I probably even forgotten some of the most more ridiculous names, but they're they're and a half of them apparently got their powers from sexually transmitted diseases. So that makes it even more That's interesting. That is a thing. <laughs> a thing. Yeah, <laughs> several of them. Yeah, had sex with aliens and caught something, and that gave them their superpowers. Oh my god, yeah. with aliens? Oh yeah, absolutely. Listen, yes. Why haven't we made this a topic on the podcast? <laughs> we need to read this. Just the empowered universe. We can. I mean, what are we we'll on? We'll break to, like, the whole thing down. Oh, we really should. We'll do that, <laughs> listeners. If you want that to be a thing, let us know. I will just. I will. I've we'll, already recapped all the books. I'll recap we'll, them yeah, again. We'll, I'll, I'll read some of the books. <laughs> I can kind of have an opinion. You're pretty awesome. I like. I, it's one of those books that I think I've liked, partly because of Adam Warren's art and his writing, and no. also despite the subject matter. I mean, it's totally cheesecake and it's yeah, totally yeah. silly, but you just love it so much you don't care. You know, it's uh, like a book like that's a nice um, brain rinse from from other more serious type readings. Exactly, and it's totally poking fun at every genre you can think of. Yeah. You know, it's but yeah, it's fun. It's nice, but no, super homies. Mm, no, <laughs> they're jerks, assholes, all of them. Don't like them at all. Um, aside from you know, like clearly, we're not the type of people that go be joining uh, evil groups. One would of, uh, you know, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and shit like that. Um, I honestly would never want to be a part of any Justice League faction. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it always seems like everything is awful. Really? Well, that's part of that DC angst thing that yeah, always seems to be going on. But you it, know? It, it, it's always, it's kind of always been that way though. Also true. But yes. Like pre New 52, there was always a crisis and then there's the fallout, the crisis, and then there's the new crisis. Um, <laughs> there's, there's always like, and I understand that, like the Justice League was formed to, you know, fight these uh, battles that are too big for any one hero. Uh, but you know what? So are the Avengers, and they seem they seem to live a lot better lives. They do. They seem to have lives outside of it a little more like often. There's, you know? there's there's that. Um, it seems way better way better to live in uh, uh, the uh, the Avengers mansion than. Uh, the Watchtower or um, the Hall of Justice. Yeah. It's not just the awful things that happen to him, but the more, what, lack of a better word, soap opera-ish that gets going on, you know? Uh, like, the, the team dynamic um, has always been kind of rocky. Like, we we know that, that uh, Clark and Bruce are best friends? Yeah, but they certainly don't seem... See eye to eye. All yeah, the time. and that's Methods, large, largely you know. Batman's yeah. fault. Yeah. Um, but it, it seems like at, at any given time, there's never a whole lot of peace. So it seems like a really stressful work environment. Yeah, you throw a guy gardener into there every once in a while. And yeah, that's always going to throw everybody off. Uh, it just seems wholly unlikable to be on the Justice League, and that's the main Justice League. Yeah, that's that. That doesn't even count like the 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 new. Uh, Justice League of America or, you know, Justice League United. Right. Uh, oh, Justice League of America, uh, I'm pretty sure got canceled. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. But that um, wasn't one of the ones that they mentioned in this most recent one. No, it? I think it was canceled in the last wave. <sighs> um, starting to lose track. But, like, now, but now like, they've got the um, Justice League United, which was Justice League Canada until they're like, oh, well... I guess we'll open this up a little more than Canada. Fine. But it's still Justice League Canada. Yeah. The flag is on the cover uh-huh. of what I saw. Yeah. Um, but like they just, it always seems to be a group of dysfunction, yeah. which there's always a level because that's drama. You know, it's it can't always be about fighting the, the big bad guy of the week. 
but I mean, when you think about it, there's a hell of a lot of dysfunction that goes on over on the X universe. I mean, obviously yeah. Scott's throwing a hell of a lot in there, and Magneto's—he's good, he's evil, he's good, he's evil, and Jean Grey, God only knows. But it never feels like that's the point of the stories. You know, there's true, a, there's a true. bigger picture. Whereas, seems like, I don't know. I'm going from an outside perspective because it's been so long since I've read any DC books, but I'm always hearing about all that friction and all that yeah. tension. And, and like, you know, like DC, they, they do have, you know, personal uh, relationships that they actually build. It's not just Monster of the Week. Um, but it feels like it, in in the Avengers or in the X-Men, um, you it, it kind of feels like you can walk through the back halls of, of, of these teams and kind of be okay. Like, you know, the big fight, Thanos comes down, you go and you fight, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it feels like you don't have to always get caught up in the the, the, the hectic drama right. that is the team. The politics. Just, yeah, the politics. Yeah. Justice League always feels like there's politics going on. Always. And that's always kind of a turnoff. Yeah. yeah so of, yeah. of all the uh, of all the teams, not counting the villainous teams, because that's kind of obvious. That's just yeah. not who we are. Yeah. Um, or are we? But uh, <laughs> like the, that, that's the team I would least likely want to be a part of if I... And this teleporting hero. No, yeah, I agree. I could see that. It makes sense. I was thinking of the um, being over in Girl Genius, and they have sort of teams over there. Not superhero teams, but to be a minion over in the Girl Genius world would be a really short lifespan. So that would be my other thing I wouldn't necessarily want to be a part of. They look like they have fun while they're around, but you're not going to live too long when somebody's monster got out or somebody's robotic creation didn't function exactly the way they anticipated it was going to. So probably not that either. Being an Autobot might be fun. Oh, that, that kind of seems fun. like you can kind of you don't need a frontline position. Oh yeah, I definitely take that. Yeah. <laughs> is that <laughs> no, I, I wanna, can I change my answer? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what what would your alt, alt uh, mode be? Mm, not a motorcycle. I don't no. Know. No. It no. seems a little cliche now kind with RC. Of, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm not a car person, so <laughs> planes, boats. No, not a boat because it would probably be I don't know. A little too limiting. <laughs> Your alt mode's going to only be useful in certain yeah. situations, you know. Seafoam. Uh, probably a plane. Yeah, that'd be all right. Maybe like a helicopter, you know, a little better for takeoff possibilities. Be, Plus, uh, it seems like all the all the Transformers that can fly in their alt mode can also fly in their robot mode. Yeah. You know? So that's much, much more Or convenient. all Decepticons. Yeah, also true. Why is that? That's not fair. Yeah, it seems weird that the Decepticons, no matter what their form, could always fly. Yeah, but that was... I don't know. I think that was just a continuity yeah. error that somebody was just like. Because sometimes the well, Autobots could fly, but it was never consistent. No. Most of the times they couldn't. No. I think very early. Some I think of them Optimus would fly. could jump really high. Is what it was. Well, he's I mean, got jets. Oh, that's true. He does have he's those got, jets. He's got yeah. jets. So when he transforms, he can go flying over Thundercracker yes. and uh, fuck, I can't remember the other one. F- shooting downwards at them. Yes. Yes. Dramatically, as he flips into the yes. air and then lands and mows people down. So one of the best scenes in cinema. Period. Is a uh, movie issues really gonna watch? the first Transformers movie you think that's what I'm hearing <sighs> when uh, when the new Bayformers comes out uh, they're going to watch um, the first Bayformers film uh, and I'm hearing that you're going to be on it. Yay! Good. How how awful is that going to be? Oh, it's going to be awesome. Except we are going to tear it to pieces. But you know, it's <laughs> out of all the Bayformers movies, though, it's so far been the most watchable. So it won't be as bad. The third I, one just went on way too long. I, yeah, I, I I have seen them all once. Me too. Well, no, I've seen the first. I actually own the first one. It's one of those ones I'll put on in the background. So 
Oh, don't glare at me. It was a present. I didn't I didn't yeah, spend that's my fine. own you, you money. Don't have, you don't have to rewatch it though. <laughs> sure I do. No, you don't. If I own it, I'm gonna rewatch it. I know you own movies that you have no desire to ever watch again. Mm. If that's with me, I get rid of them. All the ones I uh, all the ones I've bought, uh I've I've rewatched because I wanted to. I've been given DVDs as presents that yeah. I never want to watch again and I get rid of them. So, <laughs> sorry anybody who's given me a DVD that I didn't like. <laughs> it wasn't yours. I'll tell you that right now. No, no. If you no. gave me, if you're listening and you gave me a DVD, I still have it. You're the best. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. It was what I absolutely wanted most. You rock. <laughs> um I might, I might I might want to be a car if I was if I was an Autobot. See, because as a, as a girl, if I was drawing my own art of myself as a Transformer, I would spend all of my time drawing myself in the robot mode, and yeah. I would completely forget what my alt mode looks like. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. It's a car, a plane, a helicopter, something. Yeah, fuck it. I'll be like a um, multi-changer. Ooh, triple changer. That'd be yeah. awesome. I can handle would you, that. Would you want to be... Um... Like a combination? I was about to say, whatever the hell it is that we're calling those nowadays. I heard Gestalt, but I don't think it's, that's a I, thing. I don't know if that's an in-story yeah, I don't use. think it is. I don't think it's canon, I yeah. suppose. But um, uh, I guess that would be all right. That would be fun. I guess you figure out if you had like five friends that you were really totally close to and you all transform into this big thing. But they all do seem to get into fights from time to time, which makes them sound like family. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I always found it really weird, um, especially in my last run through watching the G1s. Mm. Um, you have typically five, five, um, transformers yes. who combine to become a sixth personality. Right. Uh, so two questions, where does your personality go when you, when you combine Right. and where does this new personality come from? Well, is it hive mind? You know, it's not really one. It's not really one extra personality it's the combination of all your personalities which is why but which I, is why Bruticus is crazy oh, oh, mm. find, find me a second one to, to help structure uh, uh, your, your theory and find me a third one to make a rule okay I'd have to actually look yeah. I, I never remember Bruticus was Combaticon he was ah oh, shit I never remember uh, the Aerobots were Aerobots were Superion yes okay um and then the Constructicons are Devastator. Yeah, 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 I think the Combaticons are Bruticus. There's the Stunticons. Um, I'm yeah, having I a hard time remembering remember who they name. are. And he was kind of crazy too. But also, I'm picking two that were crazy and they were evil. Yeah. Which in the Decepticons tends to, if you're if you're evil, you tend to be a little crazy. The Protecticons. Protectabots. Protectabots. They yeah. formed Computron. Okay. What was who was Defensor though? Maybe the, oh okay no that that's that <laughs> clearly sounds like the protector box. Okay, all right. Okay. So who the fuck was Computron? I don't know. I'm wondering if that was even a transformer. I may have made it up. Oh, you got to do. No, no, is... I think it's something somewhere from someplace else. I'm sure. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sure it's sure it's a thing, but it's a, definitely a name. It's a name that's familiar to me, but I don't know where you got it from. It does. It works it does. with the naming scheme. And you know what? If I hadn't managed to pull Defensor out of midair, I might have thought Computron was it, but. I'm, I'm t I keep telling myself I'm just going to go through and make a list and just memorize them because it always comes up. It sounds up like you have. Mostly, mostly. <laughs> but I always you get Stunticons in there and I'm just like, I really don't remember. Yeah, shit. Menasaur? Uh, but was Menasaur, wasn't Menasaur the, the... Sounds more like a, like a dinosaur one, honestly. Well, but. the um, Predacons? Could be, could be. But 
sounds much more likely. It sounds actually. <laughs> <laughs> they did tend to match the names up a little. Yeah, bit, yeah. You know? it, was, it was always Protectabots, very... Defensor, Constructicons, Devastator. It, was it always matches very close. up. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I'd, I'd like to sit down and watch G1 with you sometime. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be, that'd be fun cool. Yeah, we need to do that. Uh, all right, so we're going to wrap it up, everybody. Um, if you have liked this podcast, uh, just a one-on-one with me and Elizabeth here, uh, be sure you let us know uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, on the Google+. Plus. You can email us at comicissues at gmail.com. Uh, let us know that we did okay, because this is the first time we've had a, a podcast with just two people. I know. I was surprised that we hadn't tried that before. So yeah. we, we always felt safer with an Andrew. Andrew was always, uh, you know. Andrew's a good buffer, I he's, think. He's always his... been there. At yeah. the very least, we can always turn to him and say, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Why? Seriously. Wait a minute. Wait, Do you know how many what? long, uncomfortable you... pauses I have to edit out when he says something? I'm like, what? Did you hear what you said? <laughs> the words come out of your mouth? Yes, I think they did. Um, but definitely uh, let us know on the social medias uh, how much you uh, are missing Andrew already because he'll he'll see that. And yeah. he'll, like, he'll like to know. You should say something nice to him. He deserves we it. We all should say something nice about Andrew. Yes. Um, he can always reach the cookies off the top shelf for he me. He really can. That's He's very good at true. that. He's, He's good at that. very true. He always... Um, knows how to fix something that's stuck on my computer. So you know, right. he's good at those things, too. Okay. So, yes. Two good things about Andrew. Yay. Uh, of course, everything that's going on is going on at the website, comic-issues.com. We are part of the Pixelated Geek Network. Uh, E3 is coming up uh, soon, like we said, so be sure that you are checking in for all kinds of uh, news from prospective rumors of what's going to be happening there to interviews while we're there, uh, the breaking news uh, we, we will be covering, so be sure that you are there, pixelatedgeek.com. Uh, come back next week, everybody. Uh, we will be interviewing a very special lady uh, who is heavily involved in superhero therapy. Uh, so just uh, so you know, uh, she's mixing the world of geek and psychology together, uh, and we are super, uh, super excited to have her uh, coming on soon. So uh, come back next week for that, everybody. Until then, I am Anthony Silva. Elizabeth Wallace. And good geeking. Good geeking.